Hey guys, it's Kyle. And Nick. And we're from Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, a weekly comedy podcast revolving around movies, TV shows, and pop culture. We release a new episode every Thursday. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts? Why did you say that like a question? I don't know. Okay, anyway, yes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any of the podcatchers. Or you can look up www.demfancydinosaurs.com. Thanks, guys. Stay fancy. And enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, dude. How's it going? Pretty good, man. How about you? Not bad. I've been having these really crazy dreams lately. A dude with knives for fingers and a dumb sweater is chasing me. Was his name Freddy? How did you know that? I've had the same dreams too, man. Oh, shit. I'm Paul, and welcome to the Damn Fancy Movie Club. Today, we'll be talking about the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Ooh, spooky Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, well, we had much fun talking about Friday the 13th last time. Uh, now we're going to be talking about good old Nightmare on Elm Street with... Freddy Krueger, our best friend. Our uh, best friend, <laughs> yes. Or Jason's uh, mortal nemesis. <laughs> yes, his, his mortal nemesis. Yes, mortal nemesis. <laughs> They've been battling for years. So, what's your history with this with this series in particular? Um, another series I watched when I was young as well. Uh, I told you how I watched Friday the 13th at a young age. Uh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street is another one that I watched at a young age. I wasn't supposed to watch it at, but you know, <laughs> I said my dad taught me well. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, what would you say is your personal favorite film out of the series? Um, my, my favorite ones are, are it's hard to pick between one three and the new nightmare I still think new nightmare was probably one of my favorite ones but we'll, we'll get to that uh, yeah. when we get to that movie Wes Craven's meta meta mm. meta land yep yep <laughs> I really enjoyed that we'll get to why I really enjoyed it a little bit later but okay. that's, uh, let's talk good. about the let's talk about the first one how how it's uh, a <coughs> classic now oh yeah Great it is classic. a cult classic Young young Johnny Depp as well. Don't forget people. Yeah, fun fact. Um, Charlie Sheen almost ruined Johnny Depp's debut in that movie. Of course, yeah. You had to have Tiger Blood try and ruin it, eh? Yeah, well, Tiger Tiger Blood Crack Rock was originally he was originally cast to play Glenn. But, oh uh, yeah. He wanted too much money. <laughs> yes, of course he did. Oh, he he was a Sheen, and you know he had his brother as well, Emilio Estevez. As yes, well. they were on the on the rise at that time. Yeah, Why not? the Estevez and Sheen. <laughs> yep, the Sheen family. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, I was going to say, uh, at that time, I just remembered they had a sister as well who was in a horror movie as well. Uh, Renee Estevez was in <clears throat> Sleepaway Camp, so hence the reason probably is why uh, Charlie wanted more mo- more money for the family, eh? Oh, God, Sleepaway Camp. We're going to have to do an episode yeah. on Sleepaway Camp because those are just bizarre. Yes, yes, we're going to talk <laughs> about that ending in the first movie, eh? Oh, yes, the penis. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> the penis That's ending. Got... Yeah, or yeah. If it wasn't for Sleepaway Camp, you wouldn't have a, that ending in the Crying Game, would you? Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, anyway. so yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, they came out in 1984, uh, directed by Wes Craven, uh, and produced by yes, and produced by Robert Shea. Another uh, name, great name. Yeah, well. you'll, you'll be you'll be hearing that name a lot because he had a lot of. Uh, to do with the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. If it wasn't for him, you would never have the, the whole series go on. Yeah, it's crazy, especially how this kind of built New Line Cinema. NLC yeah. kind of came out of this whole movie, so it was mm. awesome. Yeah, and, and to this day, I still think it's a great classic. It's not <coughs> the perfect movie, but still a classic to me in my book. No, exactly. And uh, on a, it was on a budget of $1.8 and it made that back within the first week. Mm-hmm. And it ended up so box officing $25.5 million, which is amazing. Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Especially back then. So, yeah, can you, do you want to give us a bit yeah. of a recap of the first movie? Well, pretty much, uh, they, they it's about, you know, Freddy Krueger going into kids' nightmares and stuff like that. Pretty much, uh, he was killed by a bunch of uh, parents who were getting revenge on him because he was pretty much molesting children. So one night uh, they uh, they they burnt his whole house down, and then he comes back to uh, haunt them in their nightmares. Ooh. And when you die in his nightmares, you die for real. Yeah, yes, that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. So Wes Craven, uh, kind of he he dragged this uh, like, um, what what can I say? He kind of got the idea from a bunch of newspaper articles. Um, I about know mysterious uh, death dreams that were reported mm-hmm. by several Asian young men, including one who later died in his sleep. Uh, yeah, Ooh, that's that's scary. So it was around that's 1981 that it happened. So that's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also gave us the protagonist of this uh, kind of our version yes, of old, Nancy, yes. played by the lovely Hada Leggenkamp. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, her father was played by uh, Mr. Good Old John Saxon from Enter the Dragon. Oh, really? <laughs> great choice, great casting choice, I must say. Disappointed that John didn't use his karate on Freddy Krueger from Enter the Dragon. It would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Enter the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. You, know, uh, you know when I watch that movie, it's a comedy to me now. Yeah, all right, 100%. <laughs> there's, there's nothing comedy. not comedy about it. No, no, it's a comedy. As, uh, as the older I've gotten, the more I laugh at that movie now. <laughs> um, so also that uh, Robin England, England playing uh, Freddy, yep. uh, giving yes. people nightmares forever. Yep, yep. <laughs> and he played a hell of a role too. Played a hell of a role as well. Uh, he wasn't the first choice to play Freddy. Actually, Wes Craven wanted a stuntman to play Freddy. Oh, that would have been weird. Yeah, but he decided to go weird, with yeah. an actual actor instead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or just imagine if the stuntman had like a terrible voice, and what then? Yeah, I know, I don't know. Yeah. And also after that, uh, the he, Craven's first choice was uh, British actor David Warner. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, I, 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 I like David Warner. David Warner would have been a great choice for that. Uh, yeah, well, well he's known the actor. butler from Titanic, wasn't he? 
he was also um he was also in the omen movie you know the the photographer he played the photographer as well ah. he, he's, he's he's been in a lot of horror movies as well himself well there's a few photos uh floating around of uh warner in the freddy makeup like rough oh. freddy makeup so we'll have to find some of them mm. i didn't know that no you you got me tripped out i didn't know Ooh. That. Yes. yeah uh, and also uh you know johnny johnny depp uh, when he auditioned for the role, the funny story I I've read about that was um, Jackie Haynes early showed up to the audition with him because that was he, the role he was auditioning for, and instead Johnny Johnny Depp got the role. But you know, <laughs> luck would have it. Uh, uh, it was twenty five years later. No, sorry, twenty six years later. Sorry, in twenty ten, Jackie would end up playing Freddy in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, uh, which we'll talk about later and why we all hated it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because also, um, like the casting call called for like a big blonde beach jock footy player kind of guy, uh, yeah, for Glenn. That, yeah, no, nah, I, I think it was better with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp made it made it good. If it wasn't for for Nightmare, you wouldn't have him in uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, that who who would have thought that pretty boy would move on to a lot of bigger roles now? Look at him now. Yep, look at him now doing look absolute fuck all now, except uh, for being I, a weird I, bastard. Yeah, one one weird bastard, but a really good actor. I must yeah, say. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, so we are going to start the good old kill count today. Mm-hmm. So, okay, uh, so what let's was the kill count on this one. Think about the kills in this one. The first kill in this one was actually was the Tina. Bed? Yeah, the girl. Yeah, she then she's she's hovering like, like yeah, she, um, she's hovering around the bed or something like that. Yeah, well, she, out. yeah, she got killed with the finger knives. Um, yeah. She, then there was the crazy guy. There was Rod. He was killed yep. in his jail cell. Yeah. Uh, then Glenn. Glenn, obviously, yep. he got uh, sucked into, into the, the pool bed. of blood. Pool of blood. Pulled into the bed. And then, and then uh, all the blood would fly out. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool scene, you got to admit. For that yeah. time, it was pretty cool. Well, he, he drew inspiration for that from The Shining, obviously. As you yeah. can kind of see in the way it was oh. filmed. Wait, didn't you mean The Shining? We, uh, the, we don't the want Shining. to get <laughs> We don't, want get, yeah. we don't want to get sued. Yeah, we don't want to get sued here right now, man. You know what's actually so funny about that, what you just said? Because that actually featured in the Nightmare and Evergreen Terrace episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the point. Uh, that's just, that's, that's why I was like, hey, I don't want to get sued, man. Yeah, actually, yeah, because that was in a, the three. That was the one where they went to that house. Yeah. And that was in the three where I think Nightmare and Evergreen Terrace was in that yeah. one. I think it was the one after. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. Cause, cause, yeah, yeah, because the the shitting was the one where Willie tried to save the family three times, and he kept and on getting he, stabbed. Yeah, he gets stabbed, and he'd be like, "Oh, I'm no good at this." And then, the, like, there was a scene where he gets like an axe to the back, and he turns around at home, and he's like, "Is that the best you've got?" <laughs> and you only, you only get to see that on the DVD. Yeah, you get to see it on the TV. But I think I think the Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace was probably the one after. Yeah, time. actually, you're right because the one with Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace, the first one in that one was the one with the statues coming to life, yeah, yeah, the advertising, definitely. and then the yeah. last one was Homer 3D. Yeah, Homer 3D. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> and the final kill in um, Friday the 13th was actually uh, um, Nancy's mum. Yeah, Nancy's mum, Marge. Yeah, yeah. she uh, yeah, she, she gets taken through the. Is it, uh, was it burnt? I yeah, she was getting taken she, through the door. Uh, she kind of got taken to hell, yeah, which was really quite strange. Yeah, it was quite strange on that one. 
was a kill count on that one? Uh, that one had a kill count of five. So pretty weak. Well, uh, pretty weak. So yeah, so five. So we're just gonna tally it up. Five. Yep. Okay. Cool. We got it for five. Next one, number two, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, all I know is Wes was not very happy this was made. He was not happy at all. Uh, no, because uh, they went without him to make that movie. Yeah, well, um, he was actually really against this, uh, the sequel tease. In... Yes, he was. He was uh, really against it. Uh... So they wanted to have Freddy actually pick up the kids in a car and drive off. Uh, yeah. Which reversed everything that, you know, uh, Nancy had done. Mm. But then he ended up doing yeah. the whole car closing with the colours of Freddy's shirt. Yeah. Which was really, correct. really strange. Yeah. Um... um... Number two, uh, there were some odd things about this movie. Going, going back, uh, like, first time I watched this movie, I, I really didn't enjoy it the first time as well, eh? Yeah, so I only just... So, to be honest, I only saw the whole Nightmare on Elm Street trilogy probably about a year ago. Uh, not trilogy, yeah. the whole series. Oh, uh, yep, yep. So, so you never... Have you seen the first one at least? Like, a few years yeah. before that? Correct, correct, correct. And when yeah. I watched this one, I yeah. actually, I actually enjoyed it the first time. Really, I, I watched the first time, did not enjoy it. Uh, I don't know, man. It was something about that movie. I was like, man, I really didn't enjoy it. I, I can tell why Craven kind of didn't want it to be made in a way. Yeah, well, it's a bit strange because you know Mark Patton, um, also known as an interior designer boy. Yeah, yeah, uh, and very terrible actor. Not gonna lie. Yes, he was not a good actor. Like, well, just a very good actor. The right part away. when he's like, I'm scared. And he's just like, yeah. Okay. No, no, that was so cringeworthy. Yeah. And um, I, I didn't get the whole, like, you know, I, I, I was assuming, was, was Freddy homosexual or something? I In was, that one? I, I, I wasn't sure what was, what was the go with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was really quite odd. Yeah. Because he just wanted yeah. his body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wanted his body. It was weird, eh? So we, we were like, wait, was was pretty homosexual or not? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. If he's a, a pedophile, now he's a homosexual? Where's the go? <laughs> what do you want, Freddy? <laughs> what do you want, Freddy? <laughs> but yeah, no, this was a really odd odd one to me. Not, yeah, not well, Freddy actually favorite. was killing people by proxy in this one. Through yeah, he was. Mark's he was nightmares. Yeah. So it was really quite bizarre the way he did all the deaths and the killings. Well, this movie cost three million dollars and it made thirty million, so it wasn't too bad. So it made ten times its budget back. So it really made its budget. Yeah. In a way. Um. I guess what what else can you really say about this uh, one? Though, though you gotta admit the scene where Freddy comes out of um, you know, Jesse's body was a pretty cool scene. That yeah. Was a pretty cool scene. That was it. Other than that, everything else about the movie was a bit. <laughs> Like, all over the place. <laughs> well, the first kill in that movie wasn't until about halfway into the movie. And that was yeah, uh, the coach. Really long. Yeah, it took really long. Yes, yes. The weird coach. Yeah, That's the, correct. That the weird, weird, coach. weird coach who was just... Yeah, he weird, had, yeah, weird, did you weird, ever yeah. find it really strange that his um, office looked directly into yeah. the locker room? Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's that's why a lot of people were saying, you know, the the coach was a bit iffy with that character as well. He yeah. was quite, he was quite strange because um... I'm just reading up about it, and uh, you know how we talked about the uh, the the homosexual thing. Uh, a lot of people, film commentators, have often remarked the film as 
having homoerotic themes, claiming Jesse was a repressed homosexual. I'm like, uh, not really, but um, they know in particular the scene when he encounters his gym teacher, that's the gym teacher we're talking about, yep. at a gay bar and he's flight to a male friend's house after he attempts to make out with his girlfriend at a pool party. Furthermore, <laughs> the actor Mark Patton, who plays Jesse, played a role so often written as female in subgenre, such as in the first film, yep. has been known uh, that is usually known as the final girl at the time of uh, its release, one publication referred to it as the gayest horror film ever. But in the 21st century, it has become a cult film for gay audiences. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm just reading it on this. So I was like, okay. I'm just That's on the wiki. interesting. That. But yeah. I can also see that. Yeah. Like, I guess you could call Mark Patton a scream queen. Yeah, you can. All right. And then here we go. We got another thing. He uh, told BuzzFeed in 2016. He's like, Clara has claimed the film's gay subtext was increasingly emphasized through script rewrites as production progress. It just became undeniable. Even he admits it. It's got some real homoerotic subtones. Yeah, Yeah, so, yeah, he he admitted it, like, 31 years after it was made. (laughs) Well, I guess in that, that makes it a pretty interesting artsy film. Like, you know, there's this guy who's kind of a repressed homosexual, and he's got this other man inside him trying to come out, which is Freddy. All right, here we go. We got another another thing. This is from Robert Anglund from an interview he did yep. in 2010 with Attitude Magazine. <laughs> the second Nightmare on Elm Street is obviously intended as a bisexual themed film. It was early 80s, pre-aid paranoia. Jesse's wrestling with whether to come out or not, and his own sexual desires was manifested by Freddy. His friends is the objective of affection. That's that's uh that's all there there in that film we did it subtly but the casting of mike Patton was intentional too because mark was out and had done come back to five and dime jimmy dean jimmy dean so, <laughs> yeah here we go that's uh that's that's actually even, really interesting i like that yeah yeah so so robert england even <laughs> just if, if you want everybody just just read on wiki about the article about the movie because um it, it makes more sense here after watching the movie because you, you see there was a lot of themes like um, with, with Jesse, um, you know, whether he was straight or he was um, or ho- homosexual, like a closeted homosexual. So that's the thing about the movie. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. just a very artsy movie. And <laughs> it's become a cult film now. Well, that's good. Okay, I, I, I didn't think it would become a cult film after that. <laughs> oh, well, like, um, as I said, when I watched it, I really enjoyed it. I just liked um, just the, the idea of Freddy coming back in a completely different way. Yeah, um, yeah. It was, a, it was a very different thing. Yeah. Um, so after the coach died, we had Ron. Uh, he got yeah. stabbed through the torso. Yeah. Uh, six pool party goers were killed. In, oh, well, uh, he's, the done pool party he's done more than he's done the first one. Uh, he's done more so... than he's done the first one. <laughs> Uh, a negotiator, that other pool yeah. party guy is like, calm down, man. What do you yeah. want? And he's just like, yeah. just stabs him and moves on. And then uh, Kerry, uh, his friend, was also killed. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Um, so that's for one, two, oh, three, so how four, many have we got? Ten. Ten. Okay, so we're up to 15 now. Yes. Ten, ten. Good man. So that's, uh, so that was number, that was number two. That was number two for everybody. And now, <laughs> Just playing number three. Ah. Uh, number three, Dream Warriors. Yes. Love this one. Enjoyed it. 
great, yes. great, great movie. The Dream Warriors. I really dug. Uh, was a good one. This yeah. had uh, you had um, Patissa Arquette <coughs> in it as well, and yep. uh, very young Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, who went by Larry? Larry. Larry. <laughs> <Fishburne>. Yep. <laughs> And uh, who else did you have? John Saxon was in it as well, too. Yeah, he made, it, he made a period. return. He made a little return as well. That was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed this one. The uh, the idea of having, you know, the characters dreaming up things to fight off Freddy was pretty cool. Yeah. And the good thing was Russ Craven came back to uh, do the screenplay on this one. Another familiar name did the, um, the writing on it as well. Uh, good old Frank Darabont. Frank for name for uh, yes, yes, of Walking Dead and the Stephen King movies, the Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile, and the Miss. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he he gets around that guy, but at he least he didn't around. sue them. No, at least he didn't sue them for that one. Uh, this this one, I really enjoyed it. I I dug it. Uh, I yeah. loved the, the concept of it was good. I I think um, Wes wanted to come back for it because uh, he wasn't very happy with the uh, the second one the way they made it so he was like yeah i'm coming back to fix up this this mess <laughs> fix what, up what have you done to yeah what have you done to my character <coughs> so he pretty much came back and just redid it yeah well, and, it's uh, pretty cool because the they brought back yeah. nancy in this one so that's and yeah she that's, just got out of school yep and yep. she was yep. kind of uh hypnosil uh that yeah. that drug that kind of started playing a big part in the show Yes, yes, uh, it as did. time went as well. on. And forget the movie was directed by Chuck Russell, who has made a lot of movies. If you go to his IMDb, you'll see he also made The Blob as well, the year after as well, too, which is pretty good. Yeah, well, Chuck Russell, yeah. uh, he also did what, The Scorpion King? Yes, he did. He did that. He did uh, Eraser with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Also, uh, yeah, the, the only memorable thing about Eraser was Arnie wrestling and alligator. And he also made The Mask as well. How could we forget about that? Yes, cool. that is correct. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Fringe. Fringe. I am Raph. That's a John Travolta movie. I'm pretty sure. Straight to yes, it was the straight to DVD release. Uh, in Australia. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, so pretty much this one revolves around uh, Medium, uh, also yep. known as Patricia Arquette. 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 Yep. Arquette. Arquette. Yep. Yep. Um, pretty much she's kind of the focal point of this movie. Yeah, yeah, she, she was, uh, if anything, she should have been the main starring role. Like, they, they pretty much, they put Heather Langenkamp up the head because, you know, it was, was Heather Langenkamp. Yeah. That's why. It was Nancy. Yeah, it was um, Nancy. I think one of my favourite scenes in this movie was when, uh, they went into the dream world and, um, Kristen, uh, was, went back to, you know, the start of the film when she was painting her house and her mum comes in. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like... Where's the bourbon? She's like, I'll be out yeah. in a second. And then Freddie's like, I said, where's the bourbon, bitch? And he's got her head in his hand. And then after that, he would use the word bitch a lot, which would also be used in uh, Rick and Morty with yep. Scary Terry. Scary Terry? Using yeah, bitch yeah. a lot? Yeah, using bitch a lot. He, has, he likes to say bitch a lot. Yeah. Well, it's uh, funny because, yeah, Freddie, after that, Freddie just did start saying bitch all the time. Yeah, he did. After yeah, that's everything. correct. Yeah, he did. <laughs> It's true, eh? It was you so can agree. That is true. That is true. What was I going to say about like this this movie? One of the most memorable deaths. You got to talk about that TV scene. That TV scene was a great kill. Oh, when Jennifer gets her head smashed through the TV. Yeah, that was a great kill. I love that kill. It was, it was funny. Yeah, well, it was, a lot of the kills in this one were really great. Like even the first kill he got when um Phillips. Remember how we ripped all his tendons out and he was kind of using yeah. him like a puppet. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That scene was pretty cool too. Oh. Like that was amazing. I remember with this movie, um, in Australia there was like two releases of it. So there was an M-rated cut and an R-rated cut. And so of course, you know, you, yeah. So on VHS, we we both got the uh, M-rated and the R-rated cut. But of course, you know, you gotta watch the R-rated version, of course. Yes. Uh, you know that does more justice to the movie. <laughs> And uh, I think, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this was the one, I, I, I remember, th- I think this is one of the movies that got banned in Queensland, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? I could be wrong, but, you know, Queensland had a habit of banning horror movies back then, too. You can't get scared, boys. Can't yeah. get scared, mate. Uh, here we go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here we go, it was banned, yeah, I was right, it was banned in Queensland. <laughs> banned in <laughs> because Queensland. Because of its... Because of its drug references, especially uh, specifically the scene where Freddy's glove becomes a number of syringes and he injects Tyron with an enamantine uh, overdose. In 1990, the newly elected cross government abolished the Queensland Film Board of Review and the film became available through normal market channels. The Australian public at the time thought the ban was absurd as the film was very it was not very graphic. <laughs> so, that's insanity. <laughs> that is insanity. You can't, like, of all states, Queensland, eh? It's well, just... it's so weird. Like, even in Australia, we still have this big thing against drugs in movies and TV and, and yeah. games. I, I think, if anything, it's probably more games. Like, games, is, well, if you remember, like, 11 years ago, there was a big, big fuss about it. Um, you remember with uh, Fallout 3? Because of because uh, of that one drug, and then Australia was like, "Nah, that's a big no-no. We can't have that. We're yeah. gonna ban." Well, well, they didn't end up banning Fallout Three, so they pretty much just changed the uh, the name of it uh, in the game. So the game, pretty much everybody's playing the same copy anyway, regardless. But yeah, it was a really dumb ban. Well, like, how remember how Katana Zero Dawn didn't achieve a rating because of the drug use, and then yeah. it, it resubmitted and it got one finally. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about our country, man. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, our plus we've got to spend bad. like 50% up, well, 100% on everything, like games especially, yeah. to get yeah. half the content banned. Yeah, yeah. But don't, don't worry, guys. We we always find a way. If, if you want to find a way, just, just, just ask your boy poorly. Yeah, he'll help you out. Yeah, he'll hook you up. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll teach you how to do it. But yeah, anyway, back back to Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yeah. Um, well, as you just said, Taryn got killed by having a lethal <laughs> overdose of drugs. Yeah, lethal overdose of drugs, which is the big no-no in <clears throat> Queensland. So I, I think I think these two, uh, both Taryn and Will's deaths annoyed me. Yeah, really? They were just yeah. so throwaway. Yeah. Like all the other ones, you know, uh, Philip and Jennifer, they were like kind of stalked and killed. But then uh, these two just got knocked out so quickly in the dream world. It was just a bit yeah. annoying. <laughs> didn't, didn't put up a fight. Really, no, no fight. I just love how Will was the wizard. Yeah, the <laughs> then Freddy's like, I don't yeah. believe in that shit. Yeah, that just reminds me of The Simpsons again. Yes. <laughs> With Martin, in a way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so else? Uh, we had Donald died. He got impaled through yeah. the back. Uh, yeah. Donald yeah. Thompson, he obviously. That yeah. was uh, what's her face's dad. Yeah, Nancy's no, dad. Uh, Nancy's dad. Yeah, we're pretty much they. They got John Saxon in there just to kill him off. That's that, that's that's BS. Yep. We all know John Saxon could have. John Saxon could have ripped Freddy's arm apart. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I'm I'm just a John Saxon <coughs> defender. Right? He's a John Saxon <laughs> fanboy. Yeah, I am. I am. I will, I will not deny that. <laughs> and then also, uh, Nancy is killed yeah. off at the end of this movie. 
well, we 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 fought, so we fought. But you know, she, she kind of comes back in in one of the other movies. Are you talking about new new nightmare? New nightmare. But but as Heather Langenkamp, just remember as Heather Langenkamp. Yeah, it's so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get we'll get to that movie soon. Yeah. That, as I said, yeah. Um, so that's another six deaths. Another so, six. Oh, really? Only six deaths. Yeah. So wow. I'm getting a trend here that uh, the deaths aren't as many, but they're more impactful. Yeah. Yeah. This one's more. Uh, the the characters are more memorable as well too. So yeah. Yes. But right now the uh, the kill count stands at twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. And 21. also additionally, this movie budgeted five million and it made forty four point eight million. Yeah, yeah, it did. It uh, it made quite its money. Wonder soul, wonder soul, wonder soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. And then it had a follow-on uh, follow-up movie the following year in 1970, no, 1988. I think yep, the year I was the, born. Uh, oh, real? Oh, mm. uh, well, Nightmare on Elm Street three was the year I was born. So, mm. yeah, yeah. So the fourth one, uh, what, what's it? The Dream Master. Yes, and, that uh, was the Dream Master. Yep, and that had a uh, had a very interesting cast as well. <laughs> um, I think uh, <coughs> was it the uh, the main character was it Alice played by Lisa Wilcox came back for the fifth one as well. So she and Heather Langenkamp have the. Uh, she get they get to share that they got to be in two movies at the time. Yes, because they didn't yeah. get uh, Patricia Arquette back for this no, one no, to reprise yeah. her role as Christian. Christian. No, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's correct. Um, so yeah, strange. So it's set a year right after the uh, the third one. Yeah, and uh, it, Kurt, um, Freddie kind of finishes his job and kills the last three of the the Dream Crew, I guess. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he he got his revenge, and, and we also got to mention that. Um, Patricia Arquette didn't come back for this one. It was played by a different actress as well. It was played by uh, Tuesday Kirsten. Night. Yeah, Tuesday Night. <laughs> what a name, Tuesday Night. Tuesday Night, yeah. <laughs> Tuesday Night. <laughs> what else has this woman beaded? She's been in quite a few things, um, mm. I'm pretty sure. Um, she was also in Wes was... Craven's New Nightmare as herself. That's correct. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> Wes wow. Craven's New Nightmare. As herself, oh, that's so strange. Well, we'll get to good old Wes Craven's new nightmare soon. That that that's uh, that's the funny thing <laughs> about that movie. <laughs> she was also, I feel like there was something else she was in. I remember that's it. She was in a few TV shows back then in the nineties. The X Files. Yeah, that she was one episode. X- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so she was in How to Be Single as an actress, uncredited as well. <laughs> uncredited. Uncredited. Poor girl. <laughs> Um, so this one had some pretty memorable deaths. I think uh, probably my favorite death in this one was, I remember Joey, he got pulled under his waterbed and when his yep. mom came and saw him, he was just underneath another, it. Another bed scene, of course. Yeah. I think that was just a really cool, impressive scene, the way they killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
What, what else was... Hmm, I'm just looking through the cast as well of, of this one. So Joey Joey came back as well, which is, you know, Rodney Eastman came back. So he, yes. as you mentioned, he, he, Freddy kills him off as well. So pretty much he kills off all the Dream Warriors yeah. in a way. Oh, baby. <sighs> so pretty much, yeah, he killed all the Dream Warriors in, 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 the, in the fourth one. Yeah, and that's when Alice started getting kind of bits of all of them inside of her. Yeah, yeah. And, she kind uh, of took on personality we, traits of them. Yeah, and we would end up kind of getting a uh, a uh, Rosemary's Baby in the fifth one, which we'll get to in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. Um, yeah. So who else? Uh, so we had basically Roland. He was the uh, the black guy with a really high-pitched voice. Uh, he stabbed yep. in the gut three times with the fingernails. Three times. Yeah, three times. Not once, not twice, but three times, which yes. was pretty full on. Uh, Joey obviously got killed in the waterbed. Then Christian, yeah. Kristen, sorry, I keep yeah. saying Christian. Uh, yeah. She burned to death in a furnace fire. Yeah, we, we thought she could have dreamed out of it, but we were all wrong. Uh, we were all dead wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, come on, she should she should have been able to dream out of it, eh? Yeah. Did she uh, not learn anything from that third movie? <laughs> no, she did not. And why wasn't she taking yeah, a fucking no. hypnosil? Come on, girl. Yeah, yeah, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> also, uh, I just remembered, uh, we got a, we got a few cameos in that movie. Uh Lena, Lena Quigley was in it as a soul from Freddy's chest, and also Robert Shea was a had a cameo role. Yeah, he, he, he played the Alice's teacher. teacher. Yes, he did. He played the teacher. Yeah, he was talking cool. about positivity, positive and negative forces. Yeah, <laughs> good old Robbie, Robbie Shea. Good old, good old Robert Shea. I know, I know. Even and uh, Wes Craven kind of had a falling out after Nightmare on Elm Two, Street Two was made. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sheila yeah. Kopecky, uh, her breath or organs were sucked out by Freddy. Do you remember that one? Yes, I remember that, yeah. That one was a pretty gruesome one. Uh, Rick yeah. stabbed in the gut and then disembodied yeah. with the finger knife. Yeah. That was And, a, uh, what was, was, the, was, was the fourth one? Like, I'm pretty sure each, when, with each death, Alice gains the ability of each character. She, she, she kind of absorbs their powers in a way. Yeah, she kind of got so, a strange personality trait. Yeah, her. yeah. So, 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 pretty much, she's a piece of shit. She, she, she let her. So she's letting the friends die, and then she's absorbing their powers. Yeah. What, what a shit friend. She's like, uh, I am the one. Yeah, so she can be the one. Movie. So she can be, uh, she can be the one. Yeah, she can be the final girl. What? A, I am what the a, one. Yeah. What? What a piece of shit. Yeah, that's pretty messed <laughs> up. Calm yeah, down, Alice. You up. crazy person. Yeah, yeah, so so her friends die just so she can text their pals. That's messed up, man. Yeah, and then in the end, uh, she ends up killing Freddy. I say killing with a uh, grain of salt. Yeah, we, we you know, because uh, we would end up getting a fifth one right after that. Yes. Uh, so we pretty much had like three Nightmare on Elm Street movies <laughs> three years in a row. So 87, 88, and 89. Yes. Because after this one was The yep. Dream Child. The dream child, which uh, I call it Rosemary's Baby. It, it's pretty much Rosemary's Baby, but not me on Elm Street to me in a way. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a pretty different one. So there was six yeah. deaths in this one, just so you know. Uh, for the uh, fourth one, I guess. Yeah, okay, so, so we're at 27 now. Yes. Man, Freddy's, uh, Freddy's not as good as Jason in the killing <laughs> department, I must say. <laughs> no, <laughs> Compared he Compared to what it. we did last week. Yay. <laughs> um, well, uh, Interestingly enough, it uh, grossed forty nine point four million at the box office on a budget of thirteen million, which made it the highest grossing film in the franchise until Freddy vs Jason. 
Yeah, and also I, f- I just remember it's directed by uh, Rennie Harlem as well too. That that fourth one. Oh, the fourth one. Yeah, it was directed by Rennie Harlem, who uh, a few years later would do uh, Die Hard Two and uh, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, Deep Blue Sea, uh, Exorcist: The Beginning, which uh, was a movie that had two. They had to make two versions of it. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I think it was the other one called Damnate, Dominion, that's it, Pre- prequel to The Exorcist. Yeah, they had to make two separate Exorcist movies because they weren't happy with these cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you also made that awful Legends of Hercules movie. Oh, he made The Covenant? Oh, wow, that was terrible. Oh, and Cutthroat Island. Just, he just made a lot of stuff. Man, just letting everybody know, I, uh, I rewatched that movie recently because it was on um, SBS On Demand. And my god, it is a bad movie. It's one of the most expensive movies. Yeah, it's a spe- it was like it cost ninety eight million to make, but it only made ten million. So oh that's god. how bad it was. No wonder he uh got ousted from Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, he got ousted. All right. <laughs> okay, so that yeah. brings us to obviously the dream child. Yep, number five. Which, as you call it, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, I, I pretty much call it that. Uh, that's the uh, one week. Technically, uh, Alice uh, is probably carrying Freddy's baby in there. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, this yeah. one, this one to me was quite forgettable. I I don't have memories of this movie. Eh? Like to be honest with you, it's not memorable at all. No, and there was only yeah. three three kills in this one. Three. Yeah, uh, three. Yeah, We're not really a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, you would say. Eh? So no. pretty much, uh, he's at thirty now. Oh, 30 mate. kills mate. mate well I don't know what he was doing this movie I don't, I don't think this movie should have been made eh? no this one was that one was quite pointless I didn't yeah. enjoy it very much but uh, that, I don't have much to say about it <laughs> that also led us on to Freddy's Dead The Final Nightmare I, I didn't mind that one actually it was silly at time yeah but it was I, I enjoyed the funness of it you know it chucked a lot of uh, fourth wall in it if you, if you watch it again like uh, yes I had some great cameos. You know, Johnny Depp's cameo was the best one. He, you know, the, the this is your brain on drugs thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I love uh, if you if you read the credits, they, they've got Johnny Depp as Oprah Noodle Mantra. <laughs> that's, the cool, that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, it had so many strange Roseanne Barr, Tom Arnold. Yeah, but Alice. you have to call him Mr. Tom Arnold and Mrs. Mrs. Tom Arnold. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know what I remember about this movie? Wasn't Alice Cooper the dad to Freddy? He played Freddy's dad in this? Yes. Yeah, that's what I remember as well. That was a pretty cool scene. He's about to, to whack, to hit his son. And next thing, Freddy's just looking at him like, yeah, come in and do it then. <laughs> well, at least there's a lot uh, more kills in this one. Yes, there was, yep. Uh, yep. There was and, six. Uh, um, the main character is uh, Billy Zane's sister in real life. That's pretty Billy funny. Zane, Lisa Zane. Lisa Zane, yeah, that's Billy Zane's sister, older sister. Ah, <laughs> Billy. Yeah, and uh, wasn't it a character like Maggie was like what Catherine Kruger as well? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. This was such a bizarre film. Yeah, yeah, you know, looking back at this movie, this this sort of reminded me of Friday the the thirteenth, the fifth one, because you know it's another shelter for these sick kids again. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, at least they didn't have some guy just murdering another guy. No, no. But yeah, let, let's let's just remember the fifth one had that great axe kill scene. That was a great scene. Yes. <laughs> so in this but movie yeah, and, and, as well, and, we kind of find out that Freddy's a dream demon. I mean, we've already probably known that for a while, but we actually find out that, you know, he is... And he's actually got quite a few dream demons inside of him. Yeah, yeah. Is, is this the one with that... Uh, that that freddy worm looking thing you know that big worm looking thing or is that oh i'm thinking of one of the other ones i can't I think remember you're thinking of four was that was that four? Oh, how could we not mention that i, I just remembered it oh there's also the freddy worm in freddy versus jason yeah 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 that was because he climbs scene, into yeah. the stoner's mouth yeah yeah that's correct <laughs> that's correct um but, all right and, and, um, and and what I also liked about that movie, uh, you know, uh, we had a young Brecken Wire in it as well, and uh, uh, we had Yafet Koto from Live and Let Die. Every time I see that name, <laughs> I just think of Alien and um, Live and Let Die. <laughs> one of the most funniest deaths. Well, one of the most funniest deaths in a Bond movie. Eh? <laughs> that, that balloon one. Oh, so this yeah. movie uh, currently holds the. One of the it's named one of the worst films of nineteen ninety one. I don't I, I don't blame the fan. Um the the review was a it was a pretty pretty bad movie. And oh, I that. think uh <laughs> Iggy Pop did the main song for it, didn't he? I'm pretty sure. I um, recall. I I do believe so. What here we go. Yeah. Why was I born? Freddy's dead. Yep, that's the one. I I remember it now. Uh, uh that actually that got nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for a Worst Original Song. Yeah, it's not his best moment, I must say. You know, I'll say that as a fan, that was not his best moment. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah. so, how did people die? Okay, so Freddy got killed at the end of this one as well. Like, killed, killed. Oh, yeah, he got pipe-bombed. Yeah, yeah. he's, uh, yeah, Mag- Maggie pretty much pipe-bombed him. Yeah. She so, goes, uh, uh, you, you got to admit, she, they, they gave her a, um, you know, like a action movie, you know, the, like one of those action movie, uh, quotes, she goes, happy father, happy father's day, kisses him, then runs away, pipe bombs him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So pretty much this is, uh, this is, uh, what is it? Um, this is Freddie Swan song. So he, he does die in this one. Yeah. Um, Freddie's killed. Yeah. And I, I think uh, this was the uh, the first one directed by a female director as well, and I'm just reading up on it. The uh, director Rachel Talale also was the producer to Nightmare on Elm Street for. Oh my god! I just realized she made Tank Girl. That movie was so awful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she 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 just has a habit of making bad movies. Right? I'm looking at her list. <laughs> oh, poor girl. And Ghost in the Machine right after. Oh my god, it just writes itself. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Oh, you can't make this shit up. Well, that she directed a few episodes of Ally McBeal and in a few episodes of Boston Public. Um, at least she had something not to be bad for. They were alright. <laughs> yes, that that's fair. That's fair. Well, she directed a few episodes of Doctor Who. Oh, and it, she did all right. Oh, wait. She did The Flash, Legends Sherlock, of Tomorrow's, Riverdale. Supergirl. Supergirl. She's getting better. She got better. So she pretty much should have just stuck with TV. So she pretty much made the right choice going to TV instead of movies then. She yeah. made the right choice then. Yeah. So, so good on her. Her career yeah. 
went a bit better. <laughs> yeah. You'd probably get paid more uh, doing TV these oh, yeah. days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And plus, like, the stuff she's made, you see, on her list is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Just she's done well. Yes. Uh, All right. So that brings on to the next one Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Alrighty. So, why do you feel like this is your favorite? Uh, I just love the movie because, you know, it was something different for a horror movie. Like, you know, like what tripped me out is, you know, the the cast, like, you know, Heather Langenkamp was Heather Langenkamp, Robert Englund was Robert Englund, and, and John Saxon was John Saxon. That, that's what made it cool. And, like, yeah. the the opening scene, I really love the opening scene. You know, the, uh, you know, when Freddy's claw goes around, starts killing everybody, it was pretty cool. Um, and also, like, you know, like, you know, um, what I liked about it as well was, like, you know, um, Hollywood's gone to shits in a way because there was earthquakes all over the place as well too, and like yeah, it was just I really enjoyed this because you know it was it was a different horror movie, like you didn't have much horror movie sort of like that at the time. That that's why I really dug it as well, and and just to see you know th- th- this was a proper swan song for uh, Wes Craven because you know um, I know he didn't he wasn't happy with uh, you know Freddy's Dead and the previous movies as well. And also this movie, um, I just remembered. Uh, I think I, I think Robert Shea didn't even produce it as well. No, it was uh, produced by Marianne Maddalena. Yep, Marianne Maddalena. Yep. Uh, who? What else? She produced pretty much uh, the Scream movies as well, and and um, other Wes Craven movies. She also did, you know, People on the Stairs. Uh, Red uh, Red Eye, Vampire in Brooklyn. So pretty much anything Wes Craven did, she she was there, which was pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, so give us a rundown of the plot of this one because it's a really interesting one. Well, it's pretty much uh, you know it's it's based on you know Heather Langenkamp in you know now she's a star, she's living in Hollywood, and then she has nightmares being attacked, like you know, like Freddie is attacking. Like uh, you know, who might get to a son and stuff like that. That that's what it was about. And um, like you know, they'll uh, try and remember like what else. It's been so long since I've last seen this. There's also you know, there's also a scene where she talks with New Line Cinema about coming back to making a a new nightmare movie. So it's pretty much yeah, well, they, that's they, actually Robert Shea. Yeah, yeah. So, so even though he didn't uh, produce, produce it, it, he was still in. He it. was in it. Yeah. So pretty much Nightmare on Elm Street. Like the, it was just a movie series. That's what it was, and then it becomes, uh, it, it comes into the real world. That's that's what the movie was doing. Yes. So pretty much, yeah. That's what it was. <coughs> well, that's kind of where Wes Craven uh, talked about his idea and how you know yeah. sometimes um, legends get captured and demons get yeah. captured in the story, and Freddy yeah. was brought to life by the Friday the Thirteenth series, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I think giving us that idea gave us just repeat I don't know they just gave us recourse to do anything with that series yeah now that that was a cool concept about the movie so the the fact that they made it like Nightmare on Elm Street was just a movie series and you know and these were the stars of it that's what made it interesting and then yeah Freddy comes into the real world that just made it cool I really dug that yeah so there was uh well, four kills in this one, so he still isn't doing very well. No, he's still not doing very well. But the uh, the babysitter copped it first. Let's be honest; she she copped it pretty bad. 
in uh, that hospital trying yeah, to look after poor Dylan. Stabbed yeah. in the back and then her neck stabbed. is broken. Freddie pretty much did everything. <laughs> he yeah. stabs her in the back, gets her in the front. Oh, man, she, she copped it pretty bad. <laughs> I, I, I think for any female character in the Nightmare on Elm Street series, I think she's copped it the worst, eh? Yes. This is also uh, the longest running uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. It almost went for two co- hours. That's correct, yeah. It almost went for two hours. Um, its budget was how much? $8 million, yep. But it only made 19.7. Yeah. At, at that time, I, I think, yeah, what the problem was at that time, horror movies weren't making as much. Like, I, I think there was, like, a decline in horror movies in, in the early 90s. Yeah, um, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, They'd been and, done and I think this this is one of the uh, more like highly rated reviews as well. Like it's got seventy eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Average rating is six point five out of ten. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. What else am I reading? Apparently, uh, Craven had asked Johnny Depp to feature in it as well, but didn't end up didn't end up asking him. But Johnny Depp was like, he would have done it. <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp would have done anything. Yeah, he would have done anything at that time. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I well, uh, think as an actor who you got your first role doing this, I'd come back and do whatever they wanted me to do with it. Well, that, that's what Craven wanted him. It was like, you know, because it was his debut movie yeah. for Nightmare on Elm Street. So he wanted to make him an appearance as, as himself. But at the time, which is, it's crazy, eh? Like how big of a star Depp has gone after that. And you figured Heather Leggenkamp would probably be a big star, but not as much as uh, as, as Johnny has. But the the funny thing is, um, you know, uh, was it Heather Heather Leggenkamp is now doing uh, special effects now, isn't she? She does makeups and stuff like that for uh, yeah. for movies as well. She's the co-owner yeah. of yep, she uh, did. the uh, I think it's FX and AFX Studio. Yep, yep. She did the uh, special effects on a uh, on a, on one of our favorites. Uh, was it Dawn of the Dead? I was just reading. She's done uh, what I else? Think was Cabin there? in the Woods. She, that was one of her companies. Yeah. Yep, same with Cinderella Man. Uh, I guess someone had to put makeup on Russell Crowe every time he's getting punched in the face. Yep. <laughs> and um, Evan Almighty as well. <coughs> Jeez. So, yeah, well, that's pretty, yeah, pretty she, interesting. She, 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 she's done quite... Yeah, it's, it's interesting, eh? Like, you know, if going from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street to, like, you know, from actress to that now, eh? It's yeah. very, very interesting. I wonder who she would have learned off. Um, yeah, oh, I do wonder. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, what else? This, this movie had a few cameos. Lynn Shay comes back in it as a nurse. Yep. As well, and she's still popping around in horror movies a lot. You know, you still see her in the uh, Insidious movies. Yep, uh, correct. And Nick Corey was in it as well. Corey played Rod and is in the funeral scene. Same with Tuesday Night. She plays Kirsten in the fourth film, is in the uh, funeral scene as well. Yes. Um. Yeah. So. <coughs> I find it really funny that um, the whole concept of them trying to bring back Heather to do another f- Friday the Third yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street movie, yeah. even though her character had died, is kind yeah, of in the remin- third one. Yeah, it's yeah. really reminiscent of what they did with Halloween. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah. Well, what with Jamie Lee Curtis in uh, was it Halloween Resurrection, where she gets killed off, and then pretty much they've done that new Halloween movie where they've like, oh yeah, Halloween two. Up until Halloween Resurrection never happened, guys. Uh, it never happened. Okay, just yeah, remember that. Yeah. Which is really bizarre because I would have at least thought they could have done Halloween one and two and then continued on from there. But they're like, no, we drew the no, no. Halloween. Yeah, well, Halloween two. I, I thought you know Halloween two was was good. That that made sense. 
they just should have continued it on from there. Yeah. But I, I think um, at the time, I don't think a lot of people were happy with it. Hence the reason they didn't count number two uh, for, for that new one. <coughs> I, I still find it odd. It should have been counted because yeah. you know, Jamie Lee Curtis was in that one. Because yeah. wasn't Halloween two set like a few like a night after the first one as it was well? Because like through... a couple of minutes. It's, yeah, minutes. Yeah, like yeah. directly after. Yeah, because yeah, right after. Yeah, it's it's just it just annoys me because they don't sort of include you know uh, Donald Pleasant's big role in that second one because it wasn't for you know he he played a big factor in that one. Oh man, I can't wait to talk about Halloween because yeah. Yeah, Donald Pleasant's <laughs> is just it is his story. That whole movie, it that is whole his story. Movie yeah. is his story. Yeah, and and it's a shame that uh, they got Malcolm McDowell, who was a good actor, to play that Dr. Loomis, which I wasn't a fan of his Dr. Loomis, but we'll, we'll save that for another time. Yeah. No, that's... Anyway, anyway, do, anyway I, I feel like we don't really need to talk about Freddy vs. Jason, because we kind of covered it yeah. in the last podcast. So, Jason did all the kills. <laughs> Jason did all the kills. Uh, we'll, we'll do a little short flashback to everybody if you didn't get to listen to it or if you forgot what we said pretty much it was uh it was counted you, you said it was counted as a nightmare on elm street movie didn't you yes in that last podcast yeah it was counted more as a nightmare on elm street movie than it was as a friday, friday the 13th. 13th yeah yeah so that was yeah. that was a, not officially but more canon canonical. yeah it would have been more nightmare on elm street because most of it took place in springwood yeah uh, only the back end took place yeah. in uh, Crystal Lake. Yep. It was right. Freddy using Jason to come back to life. That's right, to come back into the real world. Do you feel like okay, in Freddy versus Jason, mm. they had a plot that they forgot to make a movie about at the start? <laughs> like Yeah, remember, I feel, I kind of I kind of get what you've yeah, like remember those I, I the like kids that were in the of... mental institution and one of the kids is taking hypnosil and his yep. brother older brother got killed by Freddy? Yeah, that's right. That's yep, not yep, connected yep. to the, any uh, movie. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's like they, they were meant to make something that they never made. No, no, you're right. But uh also uh, don't forget the main character's mum, they kinda killed off her mum and without proper explanation on in the movie she's like, Oh, he killed my mother. It was a, yeah. It was a yeah. So so they kind of really stuffed up that movie a bit. Yeah, the um the storyline was not great. But, no, it you wasn't. Know, we got to see Freddy and Jason have a fist fight. Yep, yeah. And, <coughs> and just remember, Jason was an inch taller than Kane Hodder. Ken Kurtzinger was an inch taller. Yes. Because Ronnie Yu wanted someone taller <laughs> to overtower Freddy Krueger. <laughs> by not much, by one, by two by and a half centimetres. By, by two and a half centimetres, that's correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, now... Yes, I will let on you begin to, this one. On to your favourite one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what, what can we say about the remake? That I did not enjoy it. I know you didn't enjoy it. How are we going to shoot on this one? Are we going to shoot on it badly? It was too edgy for me. Oh, really? You thought it was edgy? I just thought it wasn't a good movie. Yeah, That's what I thought. it was like, oh, I don't know, you had, uh, like, you know, great actors like Rooney Mara. Yeah, well, that, that, well that, that's uh, that's the movie that sort of kicked off her career. Yeah. In a way. That, that really kicked off her career. And um, we had uh, J- they, I, I, we had another good actor for it, playing Freddy Krueger, which was Jackie Ains Hurley, uh, Harley. Yeah. Which is, a, you know, Rorschach from the Watchmen movie. But, you know, it was, a good choice. it was just Rorschach in that. Yeah. 
you know, and I couldn't break myself but, away from that. No, no, it felt like it was. It felt like it was Rorschach again. Way it's just like, hey, he's got the, you know, hey, uh, Jackie, where, where you need me to do? Yeah, just bring your hat from Watchmen, and uh, we'll use it for Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> well, well, pretty much, I think that movie missed the point of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, you're like, right. Freddy yeah, you're really right. liked to taunt his victims and make them scared, and because that gave him energy. But in this one, yeah. he kind of just was too serious. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand what you meant. Like he he just went for the kill. He didn't he didn't he didn't really like you know torture him in a in a way as like you know like torment him, <laughs> like with the previous nightmares because the previous nightmares is about you know because you gotta remember Robert Englund played the role so well because the way he delivered these lines it had humor in it like yeah. even though yeah he's a serial killer but it was still fun, still funny to see Freddy. You know, before he kills him off, he'd say something witty and then kill him off. Yeah, and he kind of had his signature pose, which made him look like he was in a boy band. Yes, um, he did. You know, with his arm popped out, and it was just, it yeah. was brilliant. His his mannerisms were fantastic. Another yeah. thing I didn't like about this movie, so the original, like, whole series was mainly based around the fact that Freddy was a child murderer, right? Yeah, yeah, he was a child molester, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, murderer. So in the original yeah. series, he was just yeah. a murderer. He just killed them. Yeah. They didn't really yeah. go too much into the, uh, the yeah. molestation. But yeah. in this one, he was just a child molester. Yeah, yes, that's right. They made him... Like, <coughs> I, I felt like at least they brought that subject up. Because if you were, like, if you watched the first one, they didn't bring that up no. very much. But this one, they said he, like, you know, Freddy was messed up. Like, you know, and stuff like that. At least they, they brought it up. But this... Um, with the earlier one, they just said, oh, pretty much the parents killed him. That's it. Yeah. Know? Well, yeah, actually, we got is... to see a bit more of that backstory as well. Yeah, yeah. So we got to see more of that backstory. So cool. that's what, you know, when you said edgy, I, I think, yeah, yeah, I would have to agree with you. They made it a bit edgy. Yeah, it was. It just, like, it just makes the whole theme darker when you have, like, child yeah, rape. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what they wanted to go for because the problem is, like, the originals, they didn't explain it that much into detail. This one explained it a bit more. That's yeah. the reason they, they did it. Well, in this day and age, I'm surprised we don't have like a prequel movie to it about him actually doing the killings and like the cops yeah. trying to hunt him down and what loophole got him yeah. out of it. I really want to know what loophole. Yeah, how he got out of it, yeah. Oh, but the yeah, loophole. No, it was just, this, this movie was, uh, you know, at the time when, when I first heard about it, I was like, really, did you have to make it? I, I didn't think it was, you know, needed to be made. To be honest, I thought it was no need to make it. Then yeah, once no. I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, this this really didn't need to be made." <coughs> no, not at all. See, like no. I, I thought, I'll tell you what, it would have been a fantastic ending to the series. Mm. Was in the end, you find out that Freddie was innocent. Yeah, yeah, right? it would have been, and then the been parents did mob justice, and that's why he's getting revenge because yeah, they killed yeah. an innocent man. <laughs> They killed an innocent man, yeah. Like, could you imagine but, that? Yeah. Like, just yeah. having eight movies and then all of a sudden you find out that Freddy was innocent. This whole time. <laughs> yeah, and it was the parents who were the monsters. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good good way to end it. But you got to remember, the, those two, that 2000 era, we had a lot of remakes as well for, like, the slasher. We had uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre re- uh, remake in 03. Yep. We had Friday the 13th remade in 09, and My Bloody Valentine also re- remade as well. Um, Prom Night was also a remake people forget about as well uh, they didn't know that was a remake yeah that was a yeah. really bad remake yeah it was a bad remake well yeah because that was a teen slasher flick they, they, they made it for the teens to watch they forget about it yeah when did Halloween Resurrection come out that was, two, uh, oh, that was 2002 
2002. Yeah, yeah. it was 2002. Yeah. And then we had the Rob Zombie Halloween remake in 2007. And then the sequel was, I think, 2009, I recall. Oh, wow. But so, yeah, I, we had the Halloween remake just okay, yeah. three years before. And that actually was not as bad. It was okay. I didn't mind it. But I didn't like the second one. The second one, ah, oh, just don't want to talk about it today. Yeah. But just make me talk about it just makes me mad <laughs> so out of um out of 10 how would you rate the friday the 13th series oh yeah we forgot to rate that i, I would give them an, an, an s no, not uh, the friday an not friday sorry uh, oh no no no, no, no no let's let's because you know we, our last podcast we forgot to oh, re- yeah, we give it a rating it. so we, we're gonna rate it now I, i'm gonna give the friday the 13th an 8 out of 10 so yep. because uh Yes, I know they were silly at times, but I'm I, I would have given it a nine, but I'm deducting one point from For Jason uh, goes to hell. <laughs> Jason versus Kerry. Actually, you know what? Let, let's just redo it again. Seven out of ten because I, I'm going to deduct two points from uh, Jason goes to hell and um, Jason versus Kerry, which was number seven. Um, but- Nightmare on Elm Street. I would give it a six point five out of ten. I know I'm a very harsh critic. That's pretty good. Um, uh, uh, two, two, four, and five. Didn't do it for me. Yeah, and the remake. Okay, so I'll I'll give um, I'll give a dif- different rating. I'll give a a letter rating rather than a number. Yeah. So yep. I will give Friday Thirteenth an A. An A. Oh, an A. So Ooh, wow, an S rank is my my best. An yep. A plus, and then yep. A. Yep. And then and I about... think a C, a B minus for, for... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. 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 Well, well Nightmare could have been better. They, they they could have they could have been better, but uh, yeah, some of the tail end movies. movies. Yeah, some of the tail end movies. Better. It could have been much better, but yeah. yeah. But Friday, you know, it's just Friday the Thirteenth. I know people will be to me like, oh, but they're more dumber. I'm like, yeah, but that's the point of them. You know, they're yeah. dumb, but they're fun. You know, at least at least Jason, you get funny kills. Yes, you get and cool many, kills. Many, 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 many. I don't know. Some some of the Freddy kills is like, eh. what he's gonna Friday stab them. You get, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, holy shit! And then Nightmare is like, oh, oh, he just, oh, he just, he just stabbed them. He just poked them. He poked them with his finger knives. He poked them with the finger knives. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the butter knives. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, still a fantastic series of horror movies. Um, yeah, still check them out. Do, yep. do check them out. You know, just um, if if you haven't watched them before, still check them out anyway. Like, you know, just 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 to look at back at the eighties, what you got to see in the eighties horror movie. Like that decade was a golden decade for horror movies. To what you see now, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, I think those movies should come back. We need a new masked killer. Oh yeah, we got we kind of got Michael Myers <laughs> back with the uh, last Halloween movie, but you know it, it has been nine years since we had a Nightmare on Elm Street. It's been ten years since we've had you know Jason. I mean, this, um, but, this year yeah, we're getting a trick it. movie, a trick a trick or treat. Uh, I think it's a prequel to Trick or Treat. It's just yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, so the trick, we, trick or treat was really good. The stories were really good. Yes, I, I like them. So it trick, trick comes out. Uh, in yeah. uh, Halloween time, I don't know when soon. Yeah, so they've be been talking about it for ages though. It's been like twelve years. A trailer dropped. A trailer dropped the other day for it. Oh really? Yeah, it's called I'll go Trick. Check that out. Eh? Just Trick. Oh okay. <laughs> so it's, it's like, like oh yeah, no 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 Trick, just just Trick. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when we finish talking about, I think the next one will be Halloween. 
Oh, that's gonna be interesting. Yes. So and then... do, do we have do we do we, do we have to talk about Halloween three? <laughs> I see. I don't know. That's up to you. Do you want to add season of the witch into this? I I think we should. People, we, yeah, we... people were having a rundown. Like you know, you talked about all the Halloween movies, but you didn't talk about Halloween three. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, I think that movie would have been better if it was just called Season of the Witch, and if they, if it didn't have anything to do with anything. No, it's just they, they had to milk it because of that the title, you know. Yes. You know, but but we did get a little cameo from Michael Myers as a mass in in the uh, Marshall. Yes. If, if you look closely. That is correct. Yeah, and then I think at the tail end of Halloween, actually, mm. yes, after Halloween, we will quickly touch on Leslie Vernon behind the yep. mask because yep. I think that oh, is the closest that. one that ties into those movies. Yeah. Because yep. that movie was phenomenal. <laughs> Yeah. Also, uh, I just I just remembered, um, you know, when we did the Friday the 13th podcast, uh, I I've just remembered there was a there was a documentary people should check out as well. Um, I, I, I forgot what it's called for the life of me, but um, and also, um, you know, you know how I was telling you about number six. I forgot to bring this up in the podcast last last time. Yeah. Um, there there was a um there was a short film made by the original director of Friday the 13th Part Six and. The cool thing was Don Matthews was in it as well. Um, oh, really? I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that documentary, that Friday the 13th one, uh, everyone, if you get a chance, go check it out on YouTube. It's it's five hours long um, because it was a free DVD set. Um, it's called Camp... Uh, sorry, it's called Crystal Lake Memories, The Complete History of Friday the 13th. Um, you, get, you get most of the cast in it doing interviews for it, which is really good. Um, so you get to hear from... Uh, from you know, good old Tom Savini, Betsy Palmer, and everybody in in the Friday the Thirteenth series. Of course, you don't get Kevin Bacon because you know he's uh, he's Hollywood, so we don't get to see him. And, um, uh, and, yeah, and that so, movie just found it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, um, that movie just found out it was called Never Hike Alone. If you get a chance, it's an unofficial Friday the Thirteenth fan film. Ooh, Never Hike Alone. Okay. Never Hike Alone. It's on. I think it's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'll try. I'll gotta, I just remembered it. Um, and at the end of our podcasts, I think we're going to start doing a retcon zone to retcon yeah. anything we may have said in the previous episode that we were wrong about. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, we weren't wrong about anything. And in front of the third tip, I think I said something wrong. I recall. I think I said Kane Hodder was in from six onwards, which was I meant to say seven onwards. Okay. So, yeah, everybody, please correct us. We take credit. We we will take criticism if I got my trivia wrong as well. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's that's fine. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Kane Hodder, seven, yeah. eight, nine, and ten. So yeah, four yeah. movies. Yep. Uh, and and Freddie. Ah, oh, not Freddie versus Jason, the poor guy. He should have no. been in it. He should have yes. been in it. <laughs> so I think that's it for the retcon zone. We will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do this every retcon week. zone. Just yeah. Make sure we said something right everybody because uh you know yeah if, if if anyone here finds out we said anything wrong send me a message yeah. and we will add it to the retcon zone in the yeah. next episode yeah that that will prove your true fan loyalty to the series yes your fandom will be shown in the retcon your zone fandom, your fandom will be mentioned as well we will mention you yeah that, that's how cool we are but i have to if if any fan sends in a uh, retcon I will start each retcon with actually <laughs> and then yeah. say it. So just so you know, you will get teased slightly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, well, I think that's it for us for today. 
Yeah, it was it was it was uh, as long as the Friday the Thirteenth because um, reason being is because Nightmare on Elm Street didn't have as much movies as uh, Friday no. the Thirteenth. But that's okay. Uh, we've got Halloween coming up next. That will be a longer one, I think. Yeah, that will be a fun one to to do. As yes, well. because there's many different incantations of that show. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that will be a fun one. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, we're, got... we're gonna be. What else are we going to do after Halloween, Nick? I believe after Halloween, we're going to work with the, the um, uh, Romero Dead films. Oh, I, I cannot wait to do that one. That, Ooh, that's going to be actually, interesting to see how we wait. do that one. Because, uh, yeah, Before that, we that will that, be fun. I yeah. Maybe we should do Scream. Yeah, Scream. Yeah, so, that'll be a quick rundown, yeah, I reckon. So Scream, and then we'll do Romero's Dead, then Raimi's Dead. Yep. And then yeah. we're gonna have fun. after that, we should move into some other film series that aren't horrors yeah yeah i i agree with you yeah. well what can we talk about then Nick? Uh, well actually keeping with horrors we can talk about jaws uh die hard die hard yeah I'm, I, it's gonna be fun we we can we can settle the debate with uh with die hard uh it's a christmas I, I, movie oh yeah we, uh, is it a christmas movie <laughs> Would we say it's a Christmas movie? <laughs> yes. Well, we could even do the Die Hard around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, we, we're going to talk about Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie or not? Uh, make sure you let uh, tweet at them, them fancy dinosaurs and tell yep. us your honest opinion. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yep. I, I yep, that will be a good question. Yeah, uh, you know, question. we can, with, there's so many movies out there, even if we do single movies down the road. Yeah, uh, really get deep into the exploration of those movies and what made them tick, what made them good, what made them bad. Yeah. We don't always have to work with whole and, series. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got plenty to talk about. Nick. Oh, there is so plenty many movies to talk about. Yeah, with the movie world. Yes, <laughs> and as us, even if we're on a single movie, we will go through a bunch of different uh, tangents. And you guys are just jumping on board for this ride, and we're gonna work on this every week, and we're gonna get yep. better and better. Yeah, thank thank you to everyone listening to much appreciated as well. Me and me and Nick from the bottom of our hearts, we love you all. Yep, I hundred percent agree with that sentiment. <laughs> and um, to close out this episode, you guys are going to hear uh, DJ Jazzy ja- Jeff and the Fresh Prince singing "Nightmare on My Street." They got sued for doing that song. Oh, <laughs> uh, they should have just stuck with uh, you know, boom boom, should shake the room, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Well, fun fact. Fun fact with that. Um, they were going to use that song in Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four for the credits. Oh, they could have. It would have been fun. Yep. And then they decided not to, and they decided to sue them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? And look at Will Smith now. What were they thinking? Look at him now. Yeah. No. Big, he can, he can buy star. New Line Cinema. Yeah, he can buy New Line Cinema if he wanted to. Eh. <laughs> Um, so that's Nightmare on Elm Street, a series that has <coughs> earned more than six hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah, it didn't it didn't crack the one billion mark? Oh, jeez, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, horror just isn't there yet. No, no. Well, the only, the only series that's cracked the one billion is pretty much it. I'm yes, sure. unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately for you, because I know you don't like it. <laughs> We we need to do a podcast where you where you really hate those. Movies, yes, eh? we will. Uh, well, like if it's the original it, then I don't have an issue with it. But if it's the new it, I say yeah. put an S and an H in front of it, and that's the real movie title. <laughs> he really doesn't like it, folks. He yeah. really did not like it. <laughs> and I'll just leave uh, us with one more little uh, t- 
touch of scientific horror. Uh, Craven designed Freddy's striped sweater after reading in Scientific American that the human eye has difficulty recognising those particular shades of red and green side by side. Therefore, looking at it is subliminally unsettling. Really? You did that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no idea about it. I was just joking. <laughs> yeah. The red and green makes it, it does make it more intimidating. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so, uh, adjusted for inflation, uh, the movie series has, uh, probably done about $720 million, uh, putting it between the Muppets and the Nutty Professor film in terms of highest grossing franchises worldwide. Damn. But remember, it had seven movies just for that. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's been fun talking to you guys and, uh, enjoy Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff as usual. I'm Nick. And I'm Paul. And, this and is... you were listening to the Damn Fancy Movie Club. Yes, you were. So have a great night, everyone, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye.